for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station with 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. Use referral code GREEN to get a discount at checkout. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to the program. We're doing it live here on LATalkRadio.com. Welcome to The Green Room. Welcome. <laughs> What's up, Logan? What's up, man? Not much. Ready to do this show. We have a jam-packed show. We have... Comedian Nick Rutherford, he's coming on. I don't know where he's at right now, but I'm sure he's uh, finding his way here. We also have uh, longtime personal friend Justin Pintandy calling in with the Mush Minute. Do you know what a mush is, Logan? No. Okay. Well, in gambling, um, a mush is someone who's really bad luck. Justin is really bad at betting on sports. So what we decided was <laughs> instead of having someone come on and pick the games, Justin's going to come on and pick give us his gut instincts on the games and then you the home listener you choose the opposite right you for a against, sure thing you bet against it you literally picks 21% 20% against the spread so we're giving you 80% free picks that's amazing <laughs> we also have stud manly coming in with some or calling in with some movie reviews um stud manly is just an amazing character amazing I person agree. he's a film actor got a lot going on so we, uh, let's see, where to start? All right, Labor Day weekend, had a great, <laughs> you keep holding the paper up, what's up, Logan? Sorry, I was just, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Great Labor Day weekend, started off uh, Friday, I went to the Dodgers game, I got really drunk at the Dodgers game. I got really drunk partially because Do the Dodgers stadium has this new policy where you're not allowed to drink, you're not allowed to drink in the parking lot beforehand, you're not allowed to hang out and drink beers. Their logic is they want to create a family environment. First off, I don't know what family they're coming from, but hanging out, having a couple beers, that's what families are all about. Yeah. I'm not going to have go to a cookout <laughs> sober, so I can't have a couple beers in the parking lot. The reason they have this policy is because some Mexican guy got drunk, you know, a gangster, Mexican gangster, got drunk, stabbed some people. So instead of instead of creating a policy that cuts back on stabbing or gangsters <laughs> they created a policy that cuts down on beer which everyone enjoys and peacefully enjoys for the most part without the rare exception so i have to sneak a half well a full fifth of uh or i don't know a plastic flask full of whiskey to bring into the dodgers game and then you know mix in with the coke ended up getting really hammered of course the dodgers lost uh they the dodgers have a great season but for some reason whenever i go there i totally jinx the sh their uh their season and you're such a mush i know i am and so is justin just i actually i seem a little distracted i'm i'm kind of checking the score here the first nfl game that's live right now tennessee pittsburgh i of course took pittsburgh i bet on pittsburgh minus six and a half i threw like 65 dollars on it so they're down three points right now it's not looking good and i knew it wasn't looking good because after i made the bet i talked to justin and i was like all right justin let's go over your picks and one of his first picks was pittsburgh <laughs> oh I was like, Jesus Christ. 
So I uh, was at the Dodgers game. Got really hammered. That was a great time. I mean, you know, except for them losing. Larry King was there. I saw that Larry King was 10 rows in front of us. Larry King, it's weird. You think, you know, people always like to compare celebrities, how they look in person, how they look in real life. Larry King looks, it's, it's weird. You think like, oh, my God, that's just must be a bad angle on television. He's not that disturbing in real life. But, no, he is. He's a, <laughs> that's a bad angle. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess I can't be that hard on him. He is 78, 80 years old, still, still banging hot chicks. I mean, his wife was super hot. Wow. Granted, she uh, divorced him and took some of his money. He's just sitting there rocking a bright purple, like, orchid uh, long sleeve shirt. No suspenders. That's a disappointment. I feel like as a celebrity, if you're known for a certain clothing item, it's your duty, nay, your responsibility to wear that when you go out. You don't – you you built up this idea that, hey, I'm Larry King. I'm a guy who wears suspenders. I want to see those suspenders when you're out in public. Logan, that's uh, probably Nick calling. All right, uh, I'm going to play this Chris Brown clip uh, when he was on uh, Larry King's show. Hear about all the things that the police... This is, uh, Larry, this is Chris Brown talking to Larry King. This is a recent clip where Chris Brown is kind of coming on, you know, talking obviously about the Rihanna incident. And the reports say you did. How do you react to that? I, I don't... I got to just look at him like, wow, like... I'm in shock because, first of all... <laughs> You're in shock. What about Rihanna? That's not who I am as a person, and that's not who I pride myself on being. So I, I just, when I look at, like, the police reports or I hear... That's so weird that you had to promise people to be something. Like, guys, I'm going to promise you one thing and one thing only. I am not going to domestically assault people. about the police reports. What low expectations do your what, friends what, have? What to think. I just don't know what to think. It's just like, wow. You remember doing it? No. Don't remember. <laughs> that's convenient. All right, I understand driving drunk or something like that. You don't, you don't remember that. But how do you not remember beating the crap out of someone for – we saw the pictures of Rihanna. There's yeah, no way I you don't, don't remember don't, that. It's like – it's crazy to me. Like, I, I'm like, wow. What did he say? <laughs> I'm like, wow. Crazy, man. Who do you, Joyce, when this happened, the first time you spoke to your son? Joyce he is his mom. He came and he actually spoke to me about what happened, and I was totally shocked totally upset about the whole situation because I know that Chris has never ever been a valid person ever I mean throughout the entire time even through high school or anything I've never been called or never. different story this Rihanna Chris Brown bring up bad memories for you yeah it does yeah. all right so that's Larry King talking to Chris Brown he, he didn't really put out for the interview he didn't really give him anything to go on other than he doesn't remember you're on Larry King obviously he wants you to remember it otherwise don't don't take the booking. Man. Well, uh, still waiting on Nick to show up. Logan's out getting him. But we also have a uh, another guest in the program. We have a, a girl named, uh, what's your name? Gina. Gina. Gina was Logan's uh, guest uh, to the show. How'd you, uh, how'd you end up meeting Logan? Well, um, we were on a music video shoot. Nice. Some... Logan's pretty big in show business. Yeah. We were doing, it was some obscure... UK singer, I guess, and we were just um, dancers in the background. Lo so wait, Logan was hired as a dancer for a pool party music video? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait to see this video. Do you know Logan can crip walk? Really? No, yeah. I, I did not Did he crip walk that. in the video? I don't think so. God damn it. We weren't, we weren't dancing partners. 
Oh, you weren't dancing partners. No. How'd you, how did uh, Logan strike up the conversation with you? You know what? I don't remember. You I don't remember? I think we just started talking and... So, sure. so you guys just kind of met on set. This is an on-set yeah. romance. <laughs> and uh, how, did, how, did, how did he start talking to you after that? Or what was, what was, is this your first time hanging out since then? Wait, what have you yes. told them about that day so far? Oh, uh, just Should that we I, were dancers in a music video. Should I tell them? You can tell them. So, uh, I kind of met her because she was, like, told to make out with this other guy. All right. And, uh, so, wait, clearly... so the director, the director goes up to Gina. He's like, I got some inspiration for this pool party. You are, well, gonna... I, no, no, no. Actually, she was just kind of standing yeah. next to a guy. And he's like, You two, you know what? Would you guys make out with So they're, yeah. make, they're requiring you to make out as an extra? Yeah. And I didn't want to say no. Well, you're, a, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I would say, Fuck you. I'm an extra. I'm not, I'm, if I'm doing action, then yeah. I'm an actor. Yeah. Well, see, it's here's right. the thing. I, Hollywood, Gina, look out. It's a wild ride. <laughs> I'm on Gina's side because I think that's a normal <laughs> of thing. On that's side. a normal yeah. thing for you to be asked to do. All right. But no, the thing yeah, was, the dude was totally creepy about it. Yeah. The guy <laughs> making out with a you. Bit yeah. Of a creeper. What now? True. All right. This, too into this it. is. This is. He was getting too into it. Yeah. But maybe he's just an amazing actor. Possibly. So uh, all right, they they say action. You they start making out. How far does the guy go? Well. <laughs> <laughs> there was tongue, definitely. There was a lot of tongue. Any, yeah. any, uh, any groping? Any feeling? Yeah, a little. Nice. Like was he was he getting into it? Could you did you sense any sort yeah. of arousal on his part? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a guy you don't well, know at all well, starts awkward. making out. With the, is he good looking at all? He was cute, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know. I so it's not a it's not a total loss. I guess. So will this will this dissuade you from being an extra on future upcoming projects with this no, man? No. <laughs> All right. Well, with that guy, I don't I don't not looking forward to seeing him again really, but Yes. I understand. I was an extra once on uh That's So Raven. I played um <laughs> Nick Rutherford in studio. Nick, uh welcome to the program. Hey everybody. I was just telling them about uh my experience as an extra. I was an extra on That's So Raven. That's so and I mean, look at me now. I, I'm pretty haggard, and it wasn't that long ago. But somehow, I was somehow I was able to convince people I was able to play 18. Um, so they <laughs> they cast me as a high school senior. I'm assuming, and you get there. It's it's the big scene. What it's the end scene, the tag, in like a sitcom. What had happened was Raven Simone involved in some crazy bet. She loses the bet. Her punishment: she has to walk down the hallway, the crowded hallway where everyone hangs out. With a toilet seat around her neck. Ooh. Yes, and wow. I'm one of the I'm one of the got one of the you know background uh, school people here. So I'm like, oh man, this is this is a big chance. This is my big chance. I'm gonna get some great reaction shots. This is really gonna be cool. And uh, I remember this sound guy came up to me and he goes, you know, it'd be really funny. It'd be really funny if when you walked up to her, you grabbed your nose. Like you smelled something bad and and waved your hand in front of it like yeah that's oh that, it's a toilet seat gross <laughs> yeah he, I think he even said pu he told me that's that's a great idea you should totally do that I'm like all right I have I have uh, okay I'll listen to anyone at the set I'm I'm here for bagels I start <laughs> guy the guy yells action I start walking there Raven Simone and I make eye contact I'm like okay here comes reaction shot. <laughs> Pinch my nose, P.U. She gives me a really crazy reaction. I'm like, oh, man, what an actress. No wonder she's in this. And then I keep walking, and then right after, I just hear the, 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 the guy go, cut! Yeah, yeah, you, uh, you never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so 
my next uh, my next action turned into trying to figure out my locker combination. So back to the camera. Back to the camera. <laughs> Don't listen to the sound guy. Yeah, well, He's I was trying to I was new to Hollywood, like like uh, Gina over here. I was young. I was naive. I was taken advantage of by the sound guy <laughs> wanting to fuck with me. Well, welcome to the program, Nick. Thanks yeah, for good thanks for coming here. on. Nick and I have uh, hung out a lot past couple of days here. We had we did a comedy show Tuesday night. I was the host. Uh, Nick was doing stand up there. Good night. We had already talked about some early celebrity sightings I had on Friday. I saw Larry King, and then Tuesday, two nights ago, I had a celebrity sighting of a lifetime. I was there, and out of nowhere, this guy comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man! Hey, what's up? Hey, hey!" Like really high energy, you know, super blonde hair. He's like, yeah, hey, what's up, man? I'm Kato. I'm, I'm here for the show. And I was like, what the? <laughs> Kato Kalen's here to watch the show? No, no, no. Kato Kalen's here to perform at the show. Apparently, the guy who produced the show, he tells me, hey, hey, you, book the show. And then when I get there with, like, my roster comedians, he throws on, like, 12 other guys, one of which is Kato Kalen. Yeah, and I end up going up at, like, 1245 <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, everybody's gone. There's a homeless couple in there that ultimately end up stealing my tape recorder. Really? Yeah, it was a shitty Oh. Shit. Damn. God damn it. God damn those homeless but, people. But Kato Kalen is making the rounds. Like, he is really oh, he getting is, out there. He had some great lines. He Someone was texting in the crowd, <laughs> and he goes, oh, no texting. BFN. Best friends never. <laughs> and then and then he kind of like accented it by just saying, seriously, no texting. Yeah, no, like he, he was really like, angry. No, that wasn't just a way for me to do material. You really have to stop texting. Don't text. The okay. best was uh, beforehand, he gave me his, you know, like when you're a host, someone will tell you like, hey, you know, mention my credits or whatever. He comes up to me. He's like, okay, make sure you mention that I was on Barbara Walters. I was on Larry King. First off, I, I feel like you can't use that credit if they didn't have you on because of your comedy. Yeah. They, they had you on because you were a witness in the, the most prolific murder trial of all time, not because you could do a tight five on <laughs> dating in Los Angeles. And then the last one, he, he's like, and uh, yeah, throw in uh, this show Eye for an Eye on KCAL or something, uh, America's Favorite Host. Or at least that's what I thought he said, America's Favorite Host, because I thought, you know, that, that was his... Yeah, like he's... <laughs> He's into, like, L.A. hosting and stuff now. No, no, no. He got up on stage. The first thing he did was correct me. He's like, no, no, no. America's favorite house guest. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that's your biggest claim to fame, America's favorite house guest? And I like how it's a downgrade. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not, <laughs> not what, it's not what you think. It's not host. America's <laughs> favorite host is much better. Yeah. Neither, yeah. neither is believable. You are a, a house guest to O.J. Simpson, and I, I doubt I'm sure he's. You're not his favorite. I, yeah, he doesn't like you. You testified against him in a, in a trial where he was put on trial for double murder. He's not a huge fan of you. I'm he, not inviting him over. He was an amazing host. I did a show with him maybe two weeks ago. He hosted the show. Oh, Cato Kalen hosted. Yeah, and he's a ball of energy. Yeah, I mean, I met him on Tom creepy, creepy, weird energy. Like he would just high five everybody in the audience. He was like really into the Swedish girl in the front row. He oh, he did the sense. he did the same thing in his set. There was a there was a girl sissy in the audience, and he just kept commenting on her breasts and just oh, was, how awesome she was. was so weird. She was just sitting there like, oh my god, just totally taken back. But I think the most annoying thing about Kato Kalen is how goddamn good looking he still looks. Like he yeah. is a young, vibrant, <laughs> like he is. He literally looks younger than he did eighteen years ago on the stand. Like he's yeah, probably. He, what, 45 years old at least? At 50 least. years old? He looks amazing. He's, He's got dating. a full head of hair. 
Full head of bleach tipped hair. <laughs> if I'm frosting my tips at age 50, just fucking kill me. Actually, if I have tips and I'm 50 years old, I want to live. Because if I... <laughs> God, he's he awesome so great. He, you know, he had hot chicks with him. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? Yeah, this is Amber. Hey, Amber. Hey, uh, he's just constantly in this network mode. Like, you know, I remember when the the trial came out, and I I heard about this idea of a a house guest. Like, oh, O.J. Simpson had this random blonde haired dude living in his house, and before you get to L.A., this I was like, what is he gay? Like, why would you have some <laughs> dude living in your house? But then once you meet. Kato Kalen, it totally makes sense. Like this guy, just loves to like network and just loves yeah. e- loves handshakes, fist bumps. I was looking up on YouTube <laughs> that he he auditioned for this thing called "Give Me My Own Reality Show." That was in itself a reality show, and he did a. There's a there's a one minute montage of him going fist bump, fist bump, fist bump, fist bump. Wow, he loves fist bumps. Oh yeah, he does. Fuck yeah, yeah he, he does. He was a. Uh... One of his my favorite jokes. I'm gonna look that up. A handful of times is uh, he goes, oh, "I've been dating this girl for 12, 15 years. Fifteen years. I you know I met her during the trial. Uh, I want to introduce you to uh, juror number five. And then he cracks. <laughs> then he cracks up. The punchline that of that was, joke is he that just was great. Up. <laughs> it's not juror number five. It's just some hot skank. But she is good looking. Oh my god, she's amazing looking. <laughs> well, so is he. She's probably ninety. I don't, maybe he's got the sound of you. Yeah, he's got this weird. I I I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't get the. All right, I get if you're gonna hang on to celebrities, but what is what is Kato Kalen gonna do for you? How embarrassing! I was just th- like, where is he that good of a lay or that good of a, a guy? Just like, isn't that just embarrassing going into like a restaurant with Kato Kalen? Like, aren't you like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with I've you? Never hot chick, that. that you're hanging out with Kato Kalen. Same like, with Jamie. Jamie Kennedy. He was a joke. <laughs> like he was a stain. He was a joke. Like on humanity when he was. Yeah, peak. Like back then, it was like, look at this fucking do nothing loser. Isn't it amazing? You you see these people in L.A. that are, oh, you know, we complain about the Tila tequilas of the world, but this guy literally was famous for being a witness in a trial 15 years ago, and he's still getting laid off that. How amazing is this town? (laughs) And the thing is, he's really nice. Yeah, I know, super (laughs) nice. So I feel really bad. It's funny. Like I want to hate him more, but he is just like. (laughs) I took a picture with him to send to my mom. He is he is a go getter. Yeah, he's he a go getter. He's he's nice. All right, here's his uh, K- Kato Kalen fist pounding on YouTube. Fist pounding, fist pounding, fist pounding, fist pounding, fist pounding. Star, star. Fist pounding, 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 fist pounding. Just a montage. Camera work. It's like nutrients come from one fist and they enter the other fist. And then they just kind of like disapparate and then go into Kato. What has he been doing for 15 years? It sounds years? like that was more visual than. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not much of a visual. It's just him fist bumping the entire time. Yeah, but that, uh, that fist, pounding. fist pounding loop was kind of obnoxious. <laughs> we had uh, Cornell uh, Reed's birthday party. Yeah, that was fun. a great time. Got really wasted. The only thing I remember is um, Ryan, our roommate Ryan, he was down in Virginia, and he was listening to this song. I'd never heard it before, but it is really a party anthem. I'll, uh, I got it queued up here for you. I want to get drunk. First off, any song that starts off with like, yo, get your cup. We're about to do this. How could you not love a song? I mean, you haven't even heard the song yet, Logan. How stoked are you for this party jam? I already love it, and it's my Let's favorite song. Let's get drunk. <laughs> drunk. 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 <laughs> I'm getting fucked 
funny. The whole yeah. the whole chorus just goes into the verse, which is just basically another chorus. Cranberry buckles. Fans. That that guy is actually <laughs> his name is Little White, and I'm pretty sure the guy is actually white. Oh, yeah. 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 Mega Mark in Cape Cod. I guess that's right. Makes more sense now. That's a white that's a white guy cocktail. Combo. Oh yeah. yeah Cape Cod. Man, it was a celebrity pack weekend for me. We also saw Katie Mixon. Do you know her from Eastbound and Down, the Southern chick who plays Kenny Powers' girlfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were at the beach Saturday during the day. Then we went over to this, you know, highfalutin hamburger bar place. And she is there, and she is, in the word, in the words, a little white. She is getting fucked up. She has a bottle of champagne <laughs> there, and just downing it. And I'm sitting there, like, just eating my burger. You know, have this like gross beach beard going, and just a severe chafage. Like, I wanted to go up and talk to her, but I was just so. I was so taken back. She's a natural beauty, very attractive. I got a crush on her, definitely. Oh, dude, so Girl did I. Door. And then seeing her in person, it was like, whoa. She was wearing these tight bike shorts. Like, oh, man, man, you're wearing bike shorts out and about. I, li- I like your style. But uh, she didn't show her, her tits on that show. That was a I know. They, we saw breasts, <laughs> yeah. but, but it was a, it was a clearly it was a, it was a stunt breast. Would you ever get, get into that work, Gina? Stunt breast work? No. <laughs> I don't know. From that... From that, uh, that story. Well, you got as an as an extra, you got, as an extra, you were you got to make out with someone. Now, yeah. obviously, you're a woman of principle, and I, I'm not going to, you know, degrade your character or anything. But I feel like every chick out there has a price that they'd be willing to take their shirt off in a film. What do you think it would take for you to get take totally your shirt nude? off? Nah, just take your shirt off. I got eighty bucks. So. <laughs> like keep my bra on. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be cheaper know. than we thought. <laughs> like $200. $200. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Logan, do you have 200 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really doable amount, actually. Well, I thought it was going to be much higher, but <laughs> yeah. I appreciate oh, it. You could have said I anything. 2000 <laughs> No, that's fine. We can start at 200 and we'll whittle you down. <laughs> so are you single, Gina? Okay, I like that you played kind of coy. Yeah, you're like oh, I don't I don't know I don't want to say I'm you know maybe you have a guy or something. So what do you look for in uh, Logan? Logan over here I don't know if he knows also single. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> now what do you what do you look for in a guy? How old are you? First off, I'm 19. 19, nice, perfect age. Now what do you what do you look for? <laughs> it, it is the, no wait, that is the perfect age, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it's not you're as not, creepy as 18. Right, exactly. But you're but you're a woman. Illegal, yeah. yeah. Not you're a woman, girl. and you're much more mature than an 18 year old. But you're not you're not bitter and and you know angry yeah. like a lot of older women. So now, what do you look what <laughs> do you look for hurt. in a guy? Um, what do I look for? Uh, probably the basics, you know, just I don't know, mature, not like mature. How many? How, have you been dating older guys in LA? No. No. But like what's your bad. what's your definition of mature? Not like a little kid that you know lives with his mom and dad and. Oh, okay. So, dude who has his own place, guy who has a car, maybe like maybe like an SUV, kind of got some edge. No, I don't know. I don't care about that kind of thing. But you want you want a guy with a car, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm not gonna call you some materialistic bitch if you say, "Yeah, I want to date a guy with a car." I feel like that's a pretty common request. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, nice, funny, you know. Yeah. The whole. I was hoping to gain some insight, but it's all right. 
<laughs> Speaking of car, <laughs> my answers. Yeah. My piece of shit car died again. I had I went out to go I went out to get my car, started driving the car. Thing I I could tell something was weird, but I didn't know what. Then out of nowhere the car just starts smoking heavily, almost on fire. Drive the car immediately to the mechanic. You know it's bad when the mechanic gets out of the shop and just like, "Whoa." Whoa. <laughs> did, did you see that? I was like, yeah, I see that. Well, that's why I'm here. Whoa, man. Whew. Like, he just takes a minute to, get, to like, <laughs> to take care of him. I'm like, oh. He sits down. The worst part, though, is <laughs> in any of these situations where you're totally fucked over, whether it's customer service, um, you know, a car, bad luck at an airport, when they keep telling you how this never happens, like, oh, my God, I've never seen this. What had happened was a bolt broke off that was holding my engine up. The entire engine started to sag out of the car and ripped <laughs> out the coolant. Like the coolant Jeez. pump and everything, so yeah. And his reaction was like, "Holy shit, I've never seen this before." It's like that doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> I realize as a mechanic, you're not you're not expected to have great bedside manner, but but try to say like, "Oh yeah, this is pretty common. I'll, I'll be able to figure it out." <laughs> I had a really interesting. We went to a bachelor party maybe two weekends ago, and the the dude who organized it got a limo to take from L.A. to Vegas and back. So that, which is like a cool concept. Yeah, that's a great concept. But terrible right? in practice. Oh, really? Yeah, no AC. There's like 15 oh, drunk geez. idiots crammed oh. into this Hummer limo. Did it have a bathroom? No bathroom. Oh, geez. No bathroom. Not, a recliner bus would have been much better. A school bus would have been fine because at least we could have cracked the windows, you know. I uh, I just planned a bachelor party a little while ago, and they had a bathroom in the bus. And I was like, yeah, that's so key because you, you you're drink drinking the, yeah. the entire time while you're on the bus. That's the whole cool thing of getting a bus and having someone else drive is you can get totally shit-faced. And then... You need to go to the bathroom. My buddy was telling me a story that the bachelor party he went to, they turned into them pissing in solo cups and throwing it out the out the window on the highway. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't a great experience. Not, not that good. We pulled over a lot, and then every time we did, he was like, I'm going to try to find some Freon. As if, like, I don't think you just put Freon in, like, a car. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was clearly, like, he was just bullshitting us. And then the way back, same thing, same uh, limo, and we parked, and he brought his wife the whole time, the driver. Was <laughs> Wait, he brought his wife <laughs> Yeah, she's in the passenger seat the whole time. And, <laughs> And she goes, did you hear what happened? She's like, you're probably hearing on the news. Like, no, what? It's like, the company has two of these Hummer limos. There's this one and a black one. The black one was on the 101 and the 405, and it burst into flames, burnt to a crisp. Jesus. She's like, oh, you guys are lucky you didn't have that one. Yeah. Why would you tell us that? But it's weird. In a way, you are lucky, but that doesn't help you. You're still pissed off about the air conditioning. It's like, fuck other people. I don't... (laughs) I care about my... Personal experience in my limo bus. Yeah, I was burning Dear Crisp inside that fucking limo the whole time. Now, I'm doing your uh, stand-up comedy show tonight, Trophy yeah. Room, over yeah. on Vermont in Hollywood, Ramada Inn. And the premise, or the, the theme of the show you said was Doghouse? Yeah. You, are you in the Doghouse or something? Is this re- is it related to going to the bachelor party? Is your, is your uh, girlfriend is. pissed off at you? It's rela- a little bit related to the bachelor party. Uh, and I also just, like, blew, I just blew it the other morning. I, like... <laughs> I slept in past this show that she's directing that I'm in. Oh. And I missed a performance. It was so, it was a really shitty thing to do. Oh. Uh, so I was kind of fucked. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, as an artist will do, I reflected that in, my, the, in the labeling of my show. And there's a picture of a cute little dog. Nice. In a house. Yeah, I and liked then, it. I thought, I thought it was charming. Yeah. I was actually, your girlfriend was over at our, our party on Sunday <laughs> yeah. night. Nick brought his girlfriend over, and you could tell it was kind of getting in the late in the night for her. I don't know, it was like twelve one. We were we were up drinking till four or something. I could tell she was kind of getting tired, and then I I saw Nick inside with her, and I I just kind of walk into the living room, and 
Nick goes, you wash your blankets, right? Could tell my girlfriend that you wash your blankets. She must have saw all the blankets that we have laid out on the on the couches there, and was like, no, I'm not. I'm not sleeping yeah. here. It's a f- four dudes living in a house. God knows what happens to these <laughs> these godforsaken blankets. I mean, she's a clean freak. She won't sleep on my couch, like in my house. But yeah, I was like, yeah, they just wash these blankets, right? And you, without without <laughs> missing a beat, Shine just goes. Yeah, we just did. And then I like, keeps on walking down the yeah. hall. <laughs> well, I think I kind of messed up. I'm not a great – Nick's a good actor. I'm not a good actor. I throw in, yeah, we, our maid just did it the other day. She washed <laughs> our blanket. And I, she probably didn't believe we have a maid. Which but you do. We do have a maid, but there's no way she would clean the blankets. And we haven't cleaned those blankets since we moved in. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It worked out all right because uh, Paul, Paul's wife and her just went home together. Which yeah, is- another buddy's wife. They uh, – my buddy Paul and Nick, they kind of co-conspired. They're like, oh, yeah, hey, the wives can take one car and we'll take the other car. And then and then Paul was just like, he felt he just reminded me of like a crafty veteran. Just like, oh, yeah, I knew there was a way to handle the situation. And I took care I of it. It worked, it worked so well. And then the next day, you know, Paul Paul's giving me a lot of good advice on women. And he was like, yeah, well, the only thing is you can stay up all night. But in the morning, you got to just be like a chipper, like just the fucking chipperest, happiest, jolly. Like wake them up like at nine and be like, hey, let's get coffee, sweetheart. And so the next morning, I was like, hey, let's go. Do, you want to get our cars washed? And it was perfect. Like, nothing had happened. Like, yeah, if you... Fine s- out all night. Yeah, they, what pisses them off about that is if it, you know, affects your time down right, the line. exactly. Did it. We got uh, Justin Patani calling in shortly with his mush minute where he gives us his takes, his NFL picks, and he's so bad at it that inevitably you should bet the opposite. I, unfortunately, I bet on the game before I got Justin's first pick. I bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, it's 10-10, 1-0-3 left. They're driving. All right, this looks like Justin's calling in right now. Uh, Justin Pantani, welcome to the green room. Hey, what's up, Sean? How's it going? Good, man. Thanks for calling in for your mush minute. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. I, I was Whatever just... Whatever I can do to help. What's up? Whatever I can do to help anybody gambling out there, I want to do. <laughs> yeah, Justin is just really bad at picking. Justin, give us a recent recap of your, your locks so far. Uh, Rutgers. I believe was my and latest was, lock. And, R- the Rutgers score, they, what were they favored by? Uh, Rutgers were favored by seven, I believe. And what was I, the, I could be wrong. What was the final but, score? Uh, they just got rolled oh, over. Oh, fucking. Uh, I don't know. But Roethlisberger just uh, 30-yard gain to Heinz Ward, and he fumbled. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm watching this game, too. <laughs> my, uh, my pick of the Steelers is already Yeah, I was well just about to get to it. The fir- I called Justin. I had already placed a bet in for the Thursday night game. I'm like, all right, Justin, yeah, you, you call up. You give us your bad picks. Um, just by the way, as a as a side note, your first pick, what do you feel in the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game? He's like, oh, I really feel Pittsburgh. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, even if they go to overtime, it's 10-10. There's no way they're going to win because in overtime, it's whoever scores first. So it's going to be 16 Jesus Christ, Justin. Yeah. All right, you totally screwed me there, but you're not going <laughs> to screw our listeners. It's all right. Well, I mean, I tried to, I, I tried to tell you Georgia Tech also, uh, if you remember, but that didn't uh, – minus four and a half. Yeah, did they, they come? won, but they only won by three. <laughs> so, you're, so you're already 0 for 2. Give us three more mush locks to get, to get the uh, uh, complete Justin mush parlay going. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, you, you want, you want uh, the NFL for this week? Yeah, this sure. Weekend? Yeah, give us some picks. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> this is so bad because the, everybody thinks it's so bad. But I really do like Atlanta minus four against okay. Miami. They're at home. All right. Had a great season last year. <laughs> uh, the Vikings minus four. Oh, wow. Yeah. Everyone's picking the Vikings. So bad news minus for everyone. Four against, 
against the Browns? Come on, you got the gunslingers, Brady Quinn's first game. I mean, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be great for the Browns. You got to think. All right, so you Giants, got... minus six and a half. Okay, so you think... Uh, I'm not taking, actually. I'm going to go with the Redskins, <laughs> plus six and a half. All right. Now, Justin, these are your actual picks. There's, you didn't do any sort of reverse psychology to talk yourself out of your actual picks, did you? No. It was, it, uh, I had to go with my gut, man. I'm actually I'm going to be betting on these teams, trust me. All right, so you're actually going to be laying it. money. So you guys can either bet with Justin at home uh, through a bookie, or you can bet against Justin and win money. So if you would have already had the mush, if the mush minute would have happened earlier today, we'd already be 2-0, and the home listeners. Yes. Yeah. All right, Justin. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I just realized how sad Chad. this segment was. <laughs> What's up? How's life in general otherwise? Uh, Justin? You there? I think you hung up. Uh-oh. All right. Well, that's a great segment. <laughs> we got Justin's the, the mush, mush minute there. Is his last name Mush? No. Mush is just a term for someone who's really bad at gambling. Yeah. 323-203-0185. Feel free to give a call. Oh, man, I got uh, a couple more clips to play. I went to a Dave Matthews concert last night. Dave Matthews concert. I realize maybe not the super young crowd, but there are people. <laughs> I don't know if I sat in a really lame section. We're at the Greek Theater, and there are people sitting down the entire concert. <laughs> you paid, you know, a hundred bucks to go see this band. The entire show sold out. <laughs> Obviously, you're a fan. This, you know, these songs are these songs are like rocking, and these people are just sitting there stoic. How can you not even? They didn't even fucking bob their <laughs> are they head. Bobbing? Yeah. Oh my god. Did, no. Are they tapping their feet. No. Did anybody Clapping tell you to sit hands? down? Anybody? Hey, man, I can't see. I got, I got. <laughs> hey, down, man. <laughs> I got some, I got some weird looks. I was like, I'm gonna dance my ass off. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm wasted. He's dancing right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. How can you? Listen, <laughs> it's just got, it's just got that beat. How do you not? All right, I understand. Maybe it's not your cup of tea, but you're at the goddamn concert. How do you not? <laughs> that amazes me, people. <laughs> Hey, is he bisexual? Dave Matthews? Yeah. Not that I know of. I no. mean, he's married. He's pretty straight. Mm, Why? Sorry, I don't know. I thought I heard that. <laughs> yeah. I guess a, a, a fella can dream, can he? That's a... Uh, I heard that recently. A fella can dream? No. Uh, that he was bisexual. I don't know. I've never heard that. Mm. Um, I'm, gu- I'm guessing he's straight. He seems fairly straight, but, you know, you know those artist types... If you, if you don't know anything about a celebrity, the one thing you've been asking kind of sound like you're in the know is, is he bisexual? Yeah, exactly. I heard that recently. I don't know. Just some people. I don't, I'd rather not say who. That is funny. You know, back home, people people are like, you know, they, they hear like rumors. They're like, I heard I heard there's a couple actors out in Los Angeles who are homosexuals. <laughs> yeah, that's I – don't, I don't mean to ruin your <laughs> – I heard your, from a certain murder witness that uh, – <laughs> I don't mean to ruin your homophobic tea both. party, but yeah, there's a lot of – Yeah, that happens. A lot of actors are – you know, some people think Tom Cruise may be gay. I don't know if you guys heard that. I've heard that. I have yeah. not. Wow, <laughs> not that's heard surprising. That. Definitely, definitely a top if he is. That guy is just a stud. Speaking of studs, <laughs> we have the amazing movie reviewer Stud Manley calling in right now. Stud Manley, welcome to the program. Hey Sean, how's it going? It's going great. What's up, Stud? That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know Stud Manley, I will play you a song from his feature film, Stud Manley, Private Dick. 
It's a song about children, and it corresponds with the... He's going to be reviewing some children's films tonight, so enjoy. Children are our future. <laughs> They'll be us in 18 years. And every time a child is hurt, it fills my heart with tears. <laughs> So don't abuse the children, don't abuse the children, don't abuse the children, sweet innocent little children. You can feed them, you can teach them all from right, you can love them, you can read to them at night, but don't abuse the children. All right, stud. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for oh, thank new you. Classic, I, I love to stud. hear those. Thank you so much for playing that. And uh, I just want to point out that Sasha Smith uh, did help me write that uh, okay. very uh, elaborate uh, piece of piece of art. Thank you very much. Cinema for history. That. Thank you. Thank you for uh, let me use that, stud. So, what thank movies have you been checking out? What What should people be seeing these days? Well, I'm going to tell you. Well, I'm going to tell you some of the children's films that came out have come out this summer. And there's one coming out this week, but I'm not going to say necessarily that people should be seeing these films. Okay. Especially if they're at a, there are parents should not allow their children to see these All right. because there are underlying themes. And I, I, I'm going to point those out to you. I want to start off with the movie Up. Oh, really? It was a big, it was a big blockbuster, but I can't, you know, I can't say that it's really a good idea. Really? For uh, hmm. oh, for parents to let their children see this movie. I mean. It's, you know, people think it might be a sweet story about, you know, a sexually abused uh, obese child, you know, that uh, <laughs> is trying to escape him and old man. They try to escape reality, and they tie up some balloons to their house, and they, you know, they, you know, float away. But I think it's very irresponsible of Disney Pixar, who made this film, to lead sexually abused children on to think that they can escape reality by tying balloons to their house. I think it's irresponsible. And I think one thing, uh, you know, in America, for instance, I think, you know, <laughs> obviously an abused child probably can't afford to buy enough balloons, you know, if his house is like, you know, three or four bedrooms. Right. You know, they, make his house they, don't need the, the they don't need that false hope. No, they don't need false hope. <laughs> now, in, 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 like, but maybe in a third world country, there's another, you know, something else there. Because their houses in third world, their house might be made out of banana leaves or <laughs> rhinoceros feces. And it might only take three or four balloons, you know, to lift that thing. But what happens when they, you know, they start floating away? They don't know how to steer that thing. <laughs> they, what's going to keep them from going out of the atmosphere, getting hit by a meteor, you know, or getting sucked in a black hole? You, ever, you know, people should think about things like that. Right. It's irresponsible, and they're... Disney Pixar, they're putting themselves on the line. I don't like it either, Sud. You took a big risk. I'm glad you're here. I knew you would agree with me. And there's another film. Uh, I don't think it made a lot of movies, so I don't really have to worry about this one too much. But it's called Ponyo, hmm. and it is a, a Japanese animated film. And, and you know me, Sean. I love all people. I love the Japanese people. You know me. I have hundreds and hundreds of Japanese friends. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't, you know, pray to Jesus you know, for all those people, you know, who are getting attacked by atom bombs out there in, like, Hiroshima, you know, and those places like that. Right. But, one, but do we really want our children 
seeing a cartoon from a country who makes pornographic cartoon movies. <laughs> Did you know that they have pornographic movies? They have trees that have penises instead of really? limbs. Really? No, I haven't seen that. What uh, what film is that? That's outrageous. Well, I don't know. I don't you know watch these kind of movies, but uh, you can see it, find it on like U Porn and some of these places like that. <laughs> the anime porno. You're worried that. Anime. That it's a slippery slope. They get started getting into this so-called child anime, but really, really, it what it is is just a gateway drug to hardcore anime porno. Correct. And another thing we want to keep in mind that the Japanese people they don't only make pornographic cartoons; they make pornographic live-action movies. <laughs> and there's one very popular kind of movie they're making right now, and it has. These, these Japanese men, they're Japanese, and they put hoods over their over their over their faces. Yes. And they force women to defecate in each other's hands, and then they make <laughs> each other smell each other's feces. Wow. And then they throw up on their feces. <laughs> well, that country has a lot of problems. I I see what you're saying. <laughs> sounds, you I, yeah, and that's you know that's something. Now that we're on the subject, um, I I've, I've been writing a pitch for we could you know to take the Liam Neeson. About this, you saw Take It, I'm sure. It was a very mm -hmm. fantastic film. And uh, I was writing a pitch instead of this time, you know, Liam Neeson uh, rescuing his daughter from those Albanians who try to sell her to, uh, you know, for prostitution. If we have, you know, Liam Neeson's daughter get kidnapped by Japanese and they try to make her, you know, defecate on her, you know, hands and make her smell her own feces, and then Liam Neeson come in there and rescue, you know, rescue her right before, you know, she, you know, defecates in her hand and smells her own feces, you know, and it'd be really climactic, and you might want to, you know, produce it if you want to, like, we could talk about it, we could... All right, you know, well, you it. know, I got a lot of projects going right now, stud, but I'll, 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 I'll keep that on the... Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, Where's I'll keep that in mind. Logan? Logan might, you know, be interested. Yeah, Logan's in the finances. I know Liam Gina's looking for acting work. I'm definitely going to run a by him. I can't guarantee anything. Gina, we have an actress right now. Yeah, we have an actress, Gina. She's looking for work. Maybe we, so. could, we, could workshop a, we could workshop a scene right now. That would be $400. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk and we'll have lunch and we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, so we got a lunch date for Stud and Gina. Okay. And then uh, we have uh, a movie called Nine. You're probably familiar with that. I believe that might have come out uh, yesterday. I'm not sure. Yeah, nine, yeah, it came out, 999. Yeah, that looks great. Which is a symbol. Okay, it's a very strong symbol. Yeah. Now, I would strongly tell your, uh, your audience not to uh, let their children see this film because the director of this film, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but you've probably seen his name on the trailers or whatever, and... This man is from a country that is known for pedophilism. Oh, no, that's awful. What country and, is that? Uh, America? I'm sorry. Oh, I, I don't want to say. You, know, I don't want to, you, know, say. <laughs> you don't want to mention the country and make it more famous? I like that, though, because, you know, a lot of times these people, they do things for attention, and we shouldn't be saying what country. We don't want to give the country more publicity. I like that. That's true. But one thing, I can tell you this. I, will tell you, I won't tell you what country, but I will tell you this. Michael Jackson, we know he was a pedophile. There is proof that he has mentioned this country in, in conversation. Oh wow! And there's also, and there's also proof that the Elephant Man used to, you know, has mentioned this at least once. And a lot of people don't realize that he was also a pedophile. I mean, you know, who else is going to want to be with him? You know, he wasn't a very physically attractive person. <laughs> right. So and I, the, the objective of this movie nine is 
basically there's one there's one objective. It is to lure small children into theaters in this country so they can be pedophiles. And I and I can prove it. How it can you prove it? I'm sorry. Oh, so wait, that's their plan. The the produ- the directors and nine. Yes, and yes, that is, <laughs> and, and there's all kind of symbolism. Nine is, and if you know what, and you know, I know you know what country this is. You're yeah, a pretty exactly. sophisticated person. You're in Hollywood. Nine <laughs> is the average size penis of the uh, average pedophile in this country. So you think so that's kind of a shout-out to the, the pedophile community, like a secret signal. Hey, guys, yes. I'm throwing out the nine. Yes. You know what that means. <laughs> exactly. And the characters in the movie, I'm sure you've seen the trailers, and, but there's different people. There's They're all what? different people, and everyone knows what, you know, what sim- uh, zippers symbolize. Yeah. They symbolize the what's behind the zipper. Right. Exactly. Is, a, a revolting and disgusting <laughs> nine-inch pedophile piece. <laughs> well, that's uh, thank God. I mean, I don't have children, but I know some of the listeners out there do have kids, and I'm sure they appreciate this public service you're doing. Keep well, up. The I knew you would agree with me. I knew you would. Some of your some of your audience might not be quite as sophisticated as you are, but just the only proof we need to show that you know that's what their objective is is Crispin Glover's in this movie. He's one of the characters. He's one of the zipper people. He plays one of the voices. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone, everyone in Hollywood knows what his hobby is. He, he carries around, he collects diseased eyeballs and he <laughs> carries them around in a suitcase. Wow. What a, a fact. what a hobby. That's a fact. Hey, have you seen that? It's on YouTube. He almost kind of fight. Yeah, with uh, David Letterman. Okay, and the, uh, this other movie, I'm sure uh, you're probably familiar with this one, is G-Force. I believe oh, yeah, it's a G-Force. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, totally innocent. Looks great. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. You know, it seems very innocent, and it's you know everyone thinks it's just an innocent movie about some guinea pigs, and that's what the G and G-Force is for guinea pigs. Right. You know, and they're like FBI agents and all this. But what the tr- the backstory? What a lot of people don't know, and I I can't prove this yet. But what <laughs> I think originally that's the one thing you can't movie, prove. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the um, the G for G Force wasn't originally for the guinea pig. The G for G Force was originally for gerbil. Mm. Okay, and this was going to be produced. You know, and it was going to be a symbol, a symbolism of Hollywood homosexuals and their right, exactly. know, gerbils in their rectal tunnel. So what was the? Because we got to finish up here. What was the? What was the big? What was the big cover up going on with G Force? Well, that uh, Richard Gere was. I think he was one of the original producers to this movie, and a lot of people in in Hollywood, you know, outside of Hollywood, don't realize that owning a gerbil, and this is important backstory, it is against the law to own a gerbil in Hollywood because of the Hollywood and San Francisco community traveling back and forth and throwing big parties and you know shoving the gerbils up each other's rectums. But what's really ironic is that the guinea pig is actually going to be the new gerbil. Wow. And they, they have homosexual scientists right now trying to train the guinea pigs to grow tails. You know, because that's, 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 that's how gerbils got started. They used to be hamsters. But, you know, they were trained to grow these tails because it's easier, you know, to, you know for the, what they do with those things. Well, stud. And people might say, okay, yeah. I, I was just going to say thanks, man. 
Thanks for shining the light and saving the kids. We appreciate your movie reviews. Well, thank you, Sean. It's very informative. Thank you so much. Thanks, Stud. All right, thanks, Stud. Have a good one, Stud. Thank you so much. I got to call my aunt. She has a lot of little kids, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't want them going to the Cineplex this week. Well, now, now you accusing Dave Matthews of um, bisexuality (laughs) seems quite benign compared to Stud's (laughs) movie reviews. Obviously, uh, Stud is a fictional character. He's not. doesn't even really exist. He's a, he's a man of fiction. That was all pre-recorded, right? Yeah, no, it's it's a character. That's you. That, that's a character you. Do. Yeah, it's a character I do. I'm I'm actually that good of an actor. <laughs> yeah, Gene, you didn't you didn't notice my voice? Oh, he's got a soundboard over his no. control. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you think that was some guy? Ca- some did you really think that was a phone call? Did you think that was some weird character actor guy calling oh, no, up from no, LA? No, I was just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we think Logan's real too. <laughs> <laughs> what you're experiencing right now, Gina, is the Matrix. <laughs> This room is very Matrix-like. You know, it is. The final thing. It is. There's a single clock with a just canvas, nothing on it. Yeah, but it's hung. All right, uh, Logan, you want to? Oh, did you do a haiku, Logan, or no? You know what? Didn't have a pen today, but if you want, I'll do a haiku on the spot. All right, we're gonna get a freestyle Logan haiku. Nick is really great. Justin Pendanti <laughs> is too. Thank you, Stud Manley. You rock for your movie reviews. All right. Kind of let it go at the end. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's what that's what you get with the freestyle haiku. All right, Logan. Where can where can people check you out? TheYellowMike.com or All right, Twitter. Nick, where can uh, people find you? Uh. You can Twitter at Nick Rutherford, or you can check it out on GoodNeighborStuff.com. Okay, and Gina, uh, people can check you out just hanging out with Logan, or <laughs> yeah, sure. all for, right for two hundred bucks, you can really yeah, check her out. <laughs> exactly, two hundred dollars, you can get Gina in your film topless. All right, thank you everyone for listening to the Green Room. Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and make sure to check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room discount.